0: Hey, I'm Kevin Burke, 93 Dizzy Dean World Series champion. My 8-year-old team won 50 games last year, and I have so many rings and trophies, I can't even keep up with them all. Wait, you're saying nobody cares? That that that's not going to get my kid to the big leagues? All right, all right. Let's talk about what really matters. Welcome to the Elbow Up Youth Baseball Podcast first-hand and real-time experience, stories, advice and lessons learned, some the hard way by me, a former player, lifelong fan and now dad and coach. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Elbow Up Youth Baseball Podcast. I had another episode teed up for today, but not, we had a, the first team practice officially and a parent meeting for our 21 season for the nine year old team that I, that I helped coach. So, for those of you that don't know, I'm located in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We've got a team called Tennessee Prime, uh, it's a 9U team. And I, 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 I hate to use the word travel. Um, we play most tournaments here within a a 50 mile radius or less. And then, um, we'll go to Atlanta. That's about not even two hours South. And then, um, I think we're going to look at some middle Tennessee and maybe even some Knoxville tournaments this year. So the head coach is under the weather and he asked me to do the parent meeting so, we per- just a little backstory. We purposefully waited. Actually, here in town, yesterday it was almost 70 degrees, which was really nice. It's going to get cold again. But there were actually some teams playing this weekend. We made a decision as a, a kind of a coaching staff. Um, we encourage multiple sports, um, we encourage time off with family. We also just encourage safety, and nobody wants to be playing baseball when it's 20 degrees. And so, while this, this past weekend actually was pretty, pretty nice uh, for, the, for the opening week, uh, it's just too early, in my opinion. Now, it's okay if you played. I'm not throwing off on that. But we, as a coaching staff, decided look, we play so much throughout the year, the season is so long. Let's wait and really start almost April. The weather will be nicer. We'll have a chance to practice, uh, get our arms back in shape, work on some things. So, we had our first team practice yesterday. And we started off with a parent meeting. And because our coach was sick, he asked me to lead the meeting, and so I did. And and I was preparing my notes, and I've got a lot of notes over the years where I've had a beginning of the season parent meeting. And it's something that I always did and I thought was important. And as I went through the conversation last night, and I was thinking about it when I got home, I just wanted to, to record something quickly to talk about how important communication is. I would be lying if I said it's going to fix everything and there will never be any issues. What I would say, though, is that while there's no perfect situation when it comes to youth baseball, just at least in the 20 years I've been involved, better communication both ways. So parent to coach and coach to parent sure does make things easier. So it's okay You're never you're you're never going to find a situation where every parent on the team is aligned with the coach and his philosophy. And you're never going to be a coach who has every single parent agree with you. It's just not going to happen. However, you can work through that and at least deal with it if you communicate and over communicate. I think probably one of the worst things a coach can do, and I put this on the coach, um, as a coach, I, I can say this. Um, the One of the worst things a coach can do is under communicate. But it's not just the coach. The parents need to communicate as well. It goes both ways. I mean, that's pretty much true in every relationship in life, right? The poor communication almost always leads to a negative or a poor result. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today in terms of youth baseball. I'm going to break this up into a few sections. So from the coach's perspective, we're going to talk about communication at the beginning, during, and then at the end of the season, And then I also want to flip it around and talk about the parents. When should you communicate? How should you communicate? That's key. So I think sometimes there is a lot of communication. It just might not be very constructive or helpful. And so for you, your son, your family, the coach, the team, to get the most out of the experience, first, coaches. You have got to communicate thoroughly, early, in-depth at the beginning of the season. There should be a parent meeting. I don't even think there's any exceptions. There should be a parent meeting at almost every age. I've done it from five and six-year-olds. We do it in high school, not in college. (laughs) Although I know some college coaches that communicate with parents. But youth baseball, there should be a parent meeting every season. You should talk about expectations. You should talk about costs. You should talk about schedule. You should talk about what you will and won't put up with, being on time or not, being ready or not, attitudes, effort. What are your expectations for the players? Also, what are your expectations for the parents? Communicate. Are they letting you know in advance? Guys, we, sp- we, we plan practices. We need to know when you're not going to be their parents. Coaches, how are you going to communicate? Tell them. Are they going to get text messages? Are they going to get emails? Are you going to use an app? I mentioned cost. What does that include? Uniforms. Do we need sponsors? Prepare a sheet and hand it out. Have a, have a dedicated time that you talk about the season and what your expectations are, how you do business. Have a Q& A period. All that's important. And it doesn't stop there though, coaches, during the season, you have to communicate. So the, the things that are, that are obvious, you communicate when there's a change in the schedule, you communicate about uniforms, you communicate about things like that. I think you should communicate about the players too. Now you, I understand we all, most coaches are volunteers and we work for a living. And so we only have limited time, but throughout the season, you should give feedback to parents. It can be positive. It can be constructive criticism. I don't like the word criticism, but what can they work on with their child? As a coach, I only have so much time a week with them, and most of the time I'm going to be working on team stuff, unless maybe you're five and six and we're doing a lot of basic fundamentals. But um, it's important to talk to, to parents. Encourage them to work at home. Encourage them what to work on at home, right? I think that's important. The end of the season, it's also important. You know, I have been in situations where I've seen coaches, it's like they play the last game and they leave. You know, the younger guys, a lot of times they'll have like an end of the season party. You know, that, whatever, I'm not for or against that. I think it can be fun. But the coach should definitely kind of close the loop or, or put a bookend on the season. I think that, at, that he should talk about it as a team, and that could be at the last game afterwards. But I also think it's important for coaches to communicate with parents about the kids because that might be the only feedback they get, and then they're going to come back next year to play, and they never got any feedback on, on on what they needed to work on. You know, And a lot of parents want to work on things, but they don't know what to work on, right? It could be something as simple as, hey, you you your kid was killing the ball at the plate this year, but he's got to work on his fielding and that we see that a lot with young guys because the kids love to hit not very many at that young age love to take ground balls and work on some of those types of fundamentals so it's important to to give that feedback i've seen a lot of kids who can really hit but they can't field maybe it's something else maybe it's attitude maybe it's really off the field stuff that you know maybe they weren't the best teammate and coaches you got to be careful how you deliver that feedback but i think it's important hey little johnny Did great on the field, but, you know, we really need to work on his sportsmanship. (laughs) And, of course, age and situations depend on how how that's handled. But it's important to have the beginning, the during, and the end of season communication coaches. Quickly, before we get into the parents, coaches, if you have questions or maybe you want to have conversations and, and work on communication, you just either don't know where to start. You don't know how to do it. You want to make sure you talk about everything. You have specific questions on maybe you should or, or shouldn't you talk about something. Please reach out to me. First, go to getelbowup.com, G-E-T, elbowup.com. G-E-T, elbow Subscribe to the newsletter. Every time I either write an article or post an, a podcast episode, you'll get an, an email. Also, on every one of those, and you can find all the, the historical archives, you can leave a comment. So ask a question specifically on this episode and I'll respond. Also find me on social media. at So on Facebook, it's Elbow Up Youth Baseball. You can just search for that. Uh, Send me a message. You can find me on Twitter also at elbow underscore up. Now, parents, this isn't all in the coach. So, uh, you know, you you can't force a coach to have a preseason team meeting. But you also can't just sit there and let the coach raise your son and teach him everything he's ever going to know and expect everybody just to be happy. If you're going to get the most out of your experience, which is what this entire elbow up newsletter slash podcast started for, you also have to communicate. So the first part of that is being open and receptive to communication. So Go to that team meeting. You wouldn't believe how many times over the years that we've had mandatory team meetings and parents don't show up. Now, obviously things get in the way, but you need to make an effort to be there. I would encourage both parents, if applicable, um, if a grandparent is the one that's, that's predominantly taking the kid to the event, I would encourage them to be there. But you need to be there. You need to have an open mind. and You need to listen there's nothing worse than, and this is anything in life, right? But, but you as a coach telling something and then somebody didn't do it because they didn't get the message or they weren't listening. So be at the meeting, listen, ask questions. Throughout the season, this is really, really, really important. Um, I encourage parents to ask questions of the coach, but how you do it is super critical. No, you, know, you don't want to go up to a coach and complain about playing time at the end of the game or after a loss it's not because I'm trying to protect a coach it's just you're not going to get an objective productive conversation out of that you need a text you need to call hey coach I'd love to chat with you about my son when you have a chance and the coach may say well hey after practice this week let's let's sit down and talk but it may be over the phone right but I encourage you as a parent to communicate during the season on what your child may be able to work on outside of practice. If you have questions about something, I encourage you to ask again. It's, it's so much though about your approach and, and listen, you gotta be for the right reasons. You know, you can't just, you don't want to just call up the coach and why are you playing so-and-so at shortstop? Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, Hey, my son loves being out there. I know we have limited practice time. I'm trying to work on some things at home. Can you give me two or three things he can work on? Are there two or three drills that we can do? Coaches assume a lot of times parents can just work on this stuff, and sometimes parents can, and sometimes they, they have no idea. So it's important, parents, for you to ask if you have questions. It's also important to ask if you have concerns and again, where are those concerns coming from? Is it playing time because I'm just mad that my son should be playing shortstop? If that's the case, you're wasting your time. And that's not something a coach is going to want to entertain. If you have true questions, though, and you've seen, you've been to all the practice, that's another thing, you know, uh, parents that never come to practice, they never see how their kid does, and then they get to a game and then they want to question everything. And I'm like, no, you haven't seen the last 15 practices where your son gives no effort or has a bad attitude, or doesn't go where I tell him. But it's totally okay to call a coach and say, hey, you know, my son, I noticed that he's pretty much playing the outfield. I'd love to get him some, some experience in the infield. Uh, is there anything we – well, let me back up. Some parents stop there. Hey, my, my son's playing outfield. Like, I, th- I want him to play some infield. okay. But the parents that say, hey, my son's playing a lot of outfield. He's hitting at the bottom of the order. He wants to play infield. What, can we, what should we be working on? As a coach, I'm probably going to say, well, you know what? Uh, we practice two days a week. So maybe on those other two or three days that you're off, I would go out and I would literally take 50 ground balls a day to get comfortable. Because at the younger ages, it's all about reps. And it's hard to get better if you never get the reps, right? So if, if the only time – this happens a lot. If the only time your kid ever takes a ground ball is at the team practice, but he's not even playing infield and he's not getting reps at infield at practice, he's never going to be a better infielder. So you've got to find time to do that. Now, I, I'm becoming more of the mindset that, like, we should be teaching every kid to, to, to get gra- hit, uh, field ground balls, right? Like – Just because, you know, you kind of have your guys that play outfield and your guys that play infield, you know, most of the time doesn't mean at practice you don't mix it up at the young ages. I think you should. I think, you you know, everybody should be working on those things. But it's also, you know, some guys need – if they're further behind, they need more. And so it's just hard as a coach to get everybody more or say, well, this guy's not quite as good at it. He needs more reps. Like, you can't do that in practice. That's a totally valid question, and I encourage parents to do that. Same thing at the, end of, at the end of the season. I think parents would be the most happy if they had an open mind about every coach and every season. They watched their son. They encouraged their son. They told their son how good of a job they did and how they enjoyed watching him play. And then they ask for feedback throughout and at the end of the season. And then they work on those things. They never don't complain about what the position is they play or where they bat in the batting order or who else is pitching or what this happened there or whatever, but focus on what you can control and get better. Again, in a perfect world, I could get everybody a ton of reps at shortstop this week, but I only have an hour and a half and I've got to work on 27 things. I'm only going to get to work on five of them because of my time. So, it's probably not going to be getting everybody reps at shortstop as much as I wish I could. So parents ask for feedback and then go work on it. Own that development. Uh, The other thing though, parents, a lot of times you, you don't know. So you may know enough to know my kid's probably not the best infielder, but you may not know how to work on things. There's so many resources, Um, this podcast and the whole elbow up thing is it's not really about how do you mechanically or technically do things but there are so many resources. First, I would start out asking the coach. But if the coach doesn't know, you know, you got to be careful like there's a lot of stuff on the internet, a lot of people trying to sell you things, but there's tons of YouTube videos that just show, you know, you can even google infield drills or how to learn to field a ground ball for example to use the same example, you know, or analogy. But take those things and work on them and don't work on them for a week and expect results, but work on them for 4 weeks and 5 weeks consistently it's like running. I'm so out of shape. I got to get back in. If I go out and run for three days this week, I'm not going to be back in shape. But if I do it three days this week and three days next week and three days the next week, six weeks from now, I'm going to be in much better shape. And it's the same way. I would encourage you to do that and then kind of track the progress and just see. Just see how, how it turns out. So I'm getting long winded here and I want to wrap this up. Communication is key. We have to be on the same page. It doesn't mean we're always going to agree. Please don't think that. That's not what I'm trying to say. I know I'll get a couple emails that take the, what I'm saying to the extreme. There's also lots of exceptions where coaches just don't know what they're doing. Um, and, and that's okay. It's going to happen. We, we, there's not enough coaches or dads. It's, it, you know, it's dads that just want to be out there and help. Um, there's not enough dads that have the experience to really be experts at all this stuff. But I think communication helps that. Right. And and where is your heart and what are you trying to accomplish and are you trying to help? And um, if coaches have that mentality and parents, you know, I, I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but if they give grace first um, and expect coaches are doing the right thing in most situations and then you communicate. I think your child will have a better experience you will have a better experience the coach will have a better experience and overall you're going to have fun because listen we're out there to have fun we're out there to get better we're out there to learn the game and we're out there to develop these young guys into uh, good students and good employees and good husbands right and good dads so I would just encourage you to over communicate Um, I know I'll get some hate mail where a coach says, oh my gosh, I sent my episode out to the team, um, you know, or sent the podcast out to the team two months ago. And this one guy listened to every episode and now he's like blowing me up every day. (laughs) So be respectful of everybody's time. Um, you know, coaches volunteer, so don't blow them up with text messages saying, um, this guy, Kevin told me to over communicate. But just make sure that everybody's on the same page. What are the goals? What are we trying to accomplish? What are the expectations? And then give feedback back and forth. And at the end of the day, we should have a better experience. Um, That's it for this. If you have questions specifically about things to cover, topics to cover, how to approach certain situations, definitely go to getelbowup.com. You find this episode and it'll be at the top and uh, leave a comment shoot me an email. You can get, reach out to me. Um, look for us on Facebook, elbow up youth baseball, Twitter's elbow underscore up. And that's really it. If you are a regular listener, I really appreciate it. Um, if you are new, make sure you go to getelbowup.com and subscribe. Also, if you're a coach, send this out to all your parents. The purpose here is not to create, you know, youth baseball machines, but for all of us, the kids, the coaches, the parents, the families, to get the most out of their experience. Baseball is fun. It should stay that way. It should never be a job for the kid. It should never be something that, as a parent or coach, you don't look forward to and really just trying to continue to make a difference one episode at a time. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you next time.